Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And normally, while I do not bring this do this program by myself, today I will be all by my lonesome. But you know what? I know I'm not alone because I've got you with me. So do us a favor. If, however you are partaking of the program, if you're watching us live Make sure that you you know put your comments in the comment section, uh, and I will uh, I will make sure to acknowledge you as the program takes place because I am monitoring the uh, the uh, uh, communications. I am that's right. I am in front of the camera. I'm behind the camera. I am doing all the production stuff to be able to follow you guys to be able to communicate with y'all. So do us a favor, uh, make sure you guys tune in, uh, make sure you guys uh, chime in. Let us know that you're out there now. I know you're wondering, you're looking, Craig, what's with the hoodie and what's with the vest? I'm going to tell you right now, here in Northern California, it is cold. When I say cold, I mean cold. It is freezing. Yeah, so this week, starting yesterday, uh, going into for the next four or five days, we're going through this spell where it is literally going to be, the highs are going to be like in the low, in the high 40s, low 50s, and the the lows are going to be down in the 30s, and it's supposed to be raining like 90% of the time. Now, for those of you in uh, other places, you kind of know that as snow weather. <coughs> Believe it or not, excuse me, they are actually predicting that there could be some snow in the snacker in the Sacramento Valley. <laughs> in the Sacramento Valley, there could very easily be some snow today. It's going to be kind of weird if there is, but anyway, uh, but anyway, that's uh, kind of what we're dealing with here. And unfortunately, Mike was not able to be here today. Uh, he is flying the friendly skies this afternoon, so uh, you know he's earning uh, earning them dollars. Well, this evening for those of you who are watching us from the East Coast. Uh, so anyway, so Mike, uh, be safe, get home safe. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll see Mike back on Monday. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to trudge right along. Once again, remember, please make sure go ahead and uh, drop those comments there in the comment section. However, you are partaking of the program. And uh, we will make sure to uh, address those comments to you and uh, let y'all know what's up. All right, let's, uh, before we get started, let's go ahead and give that shout out that we normally give to our sponsors. We're going to start with Hitman Industries. You can find them at hitmanindustries.net. Uh, rifle and pistol length barrels uh, for rifle and pistol length rifles. So here's what you got to do. All you got to do is visit their website. Uh, you can follow it in the link in the description of this video. Check them out. Uh, if you're looking for, by the way, if you have an AR, if you bought an AR in the last few years, chances are you already have one of their barrels. So why not uh, Why not get another one? Why not rebarrel your current gun or, I don't know, do a new build? Whatever you decide to do, do it using Hitman Industries. Also, there's the California Republican Assembly. Ronald Reagan once referred to them as the conscience of the Republican Party. Uh, they are working to help elect like-minded conservatives from uh, school board all the way up to president of the United States. So give them a visit at C-A-G-O-C-R-A-G-O-P.org. That's C-R-A-G-O-P.org and become a member today. Remember, be a part of California's future today. Then if you're looking for a holster, there's no better place for you to go than hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com, helping America wear guns. Visit them, get your holster today, and all you got to do is make sure to use that run that that uh, discount code, the rundown, all caps, 
no spaces. Get your hog holster today. And finally, if you're looking for tactical deer, gear, outdoor gear, let's say you got this cold rainy weather like we're dealing with here right now in California. Uh, you want to get you a nice big overcoat, maybe want to get you some outer gear, hat, stuff like that there. The place to go is uscombatgear.com. Promise, the best prices, the best servers, veteran-owned and operated. That's uscombatgear.com. All right. Now that we've uh, paid the bills, let's go ahead and get started with this first story. Uh, so this first one, the only thing that I found remotely uh, redeeming about this first piece uh, from the Associated Press uh, was that they actually refer to them as mass killings instead of mass shootings, because normally they like to say mass shootings. But in this particular case, we're referring to mass killings. And what they are pointing out in this particular article is that U.S. mass killings are linked to extremists spiked over linked to extremists spiked over the last decade. Now, you're thinking, I know what you're thinking, you're thinking, well, you know, of course it has. I mean, you look at whether it was the shooting in San Bernardino, which was tied to uh, Muslim extremism, whether it was uh, Pulse nightclub in Orlando, another Muslim extremist. Uh, there were a number of different instances that have, that have occurred that were tied to various different types of extremism. But the one thing they note in this article is they keep trying to go back and they keep trying to tie it to... Da, 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 they keep trying to tie it to conservatism. In other words, they're saying that if you are a conservative, then you are a right, then you are a potential extremist. Here in your article, it says it's not an exaggeration to say that we live in an age of extremist mass killings, uh, the report from the group's center of extremism says. Between two and seven domestic extremist-related mass killings occurred occur every decade from 1970s to the 2000s. Then in 2010s, the number skyrocketed to 21, a report found. And once again, what they're doing is, is they're tying all of these things. And the only ones they're really pointing at, quite frankly, are the, uh, are the ones that are, once again, that you may be able to, in some weird way, tie to ex uh, conservative extremists. Now, here's the funny part. And when you, when you read the report, what they don't do is, is they don't actually talk about an increase in ex in in extremism directly relinked to uh, 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 the incidence of mass killings. What they point to is that there has been an increase in in uh, mass killings. There's been an increase, according to the uh, according to uh, FBI and Homeland Security, of domestic extremism. Uh, and as a result, they're trying to then, in this particular story, they're trying to link the two. Now, the worst part about it all is that, you know, there have been whistleblowers from the from within the FBI who've made it clear. And that's a big part of what uh, what this whole of what the, uh, the, the House right now is investigating is that there's been a number of whistleblowers who've come in and been told that they have been told to classify their cases as right wing extremism or domestic terrorism, uh, even though they really weren't. Uh, because once again, they, they're trying to meet some numbers. And because leadership, and this is mostly political leadership in the FBI has said, we're going, we know we're, we're supposed to be going, you know, after domestic terrorists because, well, they're a big problem. Um, in particular, right-wing uh, domestic terrorists, uh, that they now have to manufacture the cases uh, manufacture the the reasons 
why they need the additional funding in order to be able to go after these cases. So once again, this is something that is completely and utterly manufactured. Um, here it goes on to say several factors combined, and I'll let you guys see it for yourselves. Several factors combined to drive up the numbers between 2010, and 2020, there were shootings inspired by the rise, uh, by the rise of the Islamic Islamic state group, as well as a handful of targeted police officers after civilian shootings and others linked to increasing promotion of violence by white supremacists said Mark Pitt. Pick, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, Senior Research uh, Fellow at the ADL's Center for Extremism. Now, here's the thing I'm trying to, here's the thing, here's the thing I want you to get a hold of. So in other words, somehow the Islamic State group has something to do with police, they're trying to tie it to police-targeted shootings. Um, police-targeted shootings were almost solely the work of either gangs or uh, I don't want to call them, I don't want to say they're certainly, they are Black Lives Matter inspired. How about that? BLM inspired uh, uh, lone actors. Uh, but that's who pretty much has been doing this. That's the ideology that has been pushing a number of those. Uh, but once again, the, all of this together, they try and tie somehow to uh, right wing or white supremacists or white extremists. I, I mean, I, I don't get it, but that's what they're trying to do. In any case, uh, folks don't believe the hype because once again, the thing is, is that yes, shootings are on the rise. The other thing, by the way, that they do is, is that they're completely ignoring uh, the largest group of of mass killings that occur, and that is mostly those that are drug and gang related. Uh, those are the shootouts that take place. We had we've we've had a couple here in Sacramento. Uh, these are the ones that are take that take place that are largely uh, gang, gang once again gang related or drug related. Or both. So anyway, that's that particular story right there. Uh, next, we have a story out of the Smithsonian. Now, I don't know. I, uh, Smithsonian is probably one of the well. It it it, it 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 it's 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 a woke museum. I mean, keep in mind this is the place that hosts the uh, the the African American Museum. The one in particular that. Not that having that makes them necessarily woke, but when you have in there a whole thing dedicated to what is whiteness and white supremacy, and and in there they have displays that explain things like you know being on time, like timeliness, logic and critical thinking, uh, believing that if you work hard, you you know you can succeed. Those things are considered to be white supremacy. Yeah, those are in the Smithsonian. Well, the Smithsonian recently had to answer a. An, an inquiry by uh, by uh, the House of Representatives, by in particular Republicans in the House of Representatives, and they were asking. Um, so, when you had a group of students there at the Smithsonian who were wearing pro-life hats, why did you kick them out? That's right. They were they there were a group of students. They were uh, they were. Um, they were there. They were visiting the, they were visiting the Smithsonian, and they were kicked out uh, once again because they were wearing pro-life hats. Now, the Smithsonian has since uh, they've since apologized because they said the students should not have been removed. They do have uh, policies that prohibit people from. Uh, protesting from bringing in placards and signs and making and making 
and making political statements. There you go. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, Laura Ingram decided she was going to talk over me there for a second. Um, but anyway, but what they decided was they, you know, they're not going to let you do any protesting there. And I get that. But that doesn't mean that if you are wearing clothing that has a particular statement on it, uh, that they can, in fact, kick you out. They don't get to do that. And, uh, and they acknowledge as much here in, uh, in, a, in a letter that they wrote. It, in the letter that they wrote, it says, this is an aberration and not reflective of, of Smithsonian values and practice of welcoming all visitors regardless of viewpoint, Smithsonian Secretary Lon G, Lonnie G. Bunch said. Visitors are not to be denied access based on messages on their clothing, and an error was made in this regard on January 20th, 2023. Now, my question is, um, why isn't the rest of the media reporting on this? Now, imagine this. Consider this. What if these students had been wearing, I don't know, Black Lives Matter t-shirts? What would it, and they were and they were told no you cannot come in because you're wearing a BLM t-shirt. What would have happened? I mean, what would have happened to the Smithsonian? What what sort of outrage would we be listening to right now? I mean, even still to this day, we the the head of the Smithsonian would be on their way out. Uh looking they'd be looking for a job right now if this had been anything other than a pro-life group. Now, mind you, uh, these are the once again. This, this is Washington D.C. This is one of the sim, so similar institutes institution uh, to that. That oh, I don't know to, to what happened with uh, oh, oh, what is the name of the students? I forget the name of the school that the students were at. But remember, there were students who were simply you know at you know there's there were there were was it the Capitol or the White House? I think it was the Capitol or the or the Supreme Court. In any case, they were out there. They were just visiting. Uh, and uh, they were uh, assaulted, accosted by left-wing protesters, and uh, they were made out to be the bad guys. And uh, media called them white r- racist extremists and, and all of that. And, and uh, by the way, they wound up suing those media sources, and they wound up being vindicated, or at least they, w- they wound up getting a lot of money out of them anyway. The, the thing that gets me, though, once again, is, is that the mainstream media is completely ignoring the story because, once again, the students are pro-life. Just like they ignore, I mean, every year you get hundreds of thousands of people who show up to Washington, D.C. to march to protect innocent life, to protect babies in their mother's womb, and the media acts like it doesn't exist. Once again, where else? What other event do you get on an annual basis where you get hundreds of thousands? I'm not talking thousands. I'm not talking tens of thousands. Hundreds of thousands of people who show up on one political issue every year to march, and yet it's never covered, ever. I mean, anyway. Anyway, but just just I'm, once again, it's just I'm just pointing out once again the double standard that we see. Uh, that we see in the media. Uh, but then again, I'm sure none of y'all are shocked. All right, here's another story that uh, is not a lot of people are talking about. And of course, everyone is talking about the, you know, the, 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 the failure of FTX. Uh, that was the crypto company that, uh, uh, that built, basically turns out the founder, uh, Mr. Bankman Free, Freed, uh, Freed Fried, whatever his name is, uh, built people out of billions of dollars. I mean, we're just talking... Yeah, it, it is the biggest theft 
the biggest theft of money, biggest con game that has taken place in the entire world. Anyway, that having been said, uh, turns out he's facing new charges. Uh, and these charges are related to campaign contributions because evidently uh, he was making some illegal campaign contributions. He was giving money to people he wasn't supposed to be giving money to, and he's give, basically was giving more money than he was supposed to be giving. He was funneling money through people, so giving money to people in order to give to people so that he could get past campaign contribution limits. Uh, and while the article here at NBC News says he gave money to Republicans and Democrats, let us be clear. His contributions went, it was something like 10 or 20 to 1 when it comes to the dollars or it comes to contributions. Dollars, it was an even bigger spread. Uh, money that went to Democrats. Folks, he basically bankrolled. I mean, we're talking $100 million bankrolled uh, the, de the Democrat Democrat campaigns. Him, between him and the labor, it was between him and labor unions who gave the most money to Democrats in the 20 in the in the 2020 and 2022 elections. It, it it is grotesque how much money how much money he gave and and uh, you know now they're saying they're they're going after some of these folks telling them they need well he let me clarify first he went and he said well you know you know I you know could you guys give the money back and then a lot of the politicians saying well we're not going to give the money back but we're going to donate it to charity uh, meaning yeah no they're not giving them they're not giving the money back um, but now it's looking like it might be part of a criminal investigation. So it'll be real curious to see uh, if they are actually mandated to give a bunch of that money back. But, you know, it's just funny, though, that uh, that they felt a need to try and say, oh, yeah, he gave money to both Republicans and Democrats, even though we know that that wasn't the case, right? We know he didn't. And by the way, the whole FTX story, the whole cryptocurrency story, let me, let me, just, let me just hip you to something. And this is, you know, I... I studied in, in when I was in college. I studied uh, finance. My degree is in finance, uh, financial services, and investments. And one of the most basic concepts that I learned back then, and it's proven true time and time again, is that with all investments, there's a risk and reward relationship. Risk return, risk reward relationship. In other words, the greater the risk, the greater the reward should be. Or the greater the reward, that means the greater the risk is. Now, what that means is this. What that means is not that you should never take risks, is that you should always know the risk so that you make sure that if you're going to take it, that the reward that you are receiving is commensurate with that risk. Now, what that means also is if someone comes to you and they tell you, well, I can give you this big, huge return, but there's no risk, they are lying to you because there is a risk. If they tell you there's no risk, then what that tells me is you don't know what the risk is, right? That means you just don't know, which is, by the way, the most dangerous risk because you can't, you can't mitigate against risk that you have no idea. If you don't know what the risk is, you can't mitigate against it, right? You can't, for example, if you're investing in a specific industry, you can't diversify your investments in the event that something happens. You can't short sell it. You really don't have any other options to protect your investment. And so that makes it the riskiest. And I've seen, this, is, this has got to be the fourth or fifth uh, big time. This is probably the biggest 
But the number of times I've seen these get rich quick schemes come through and people say, oh, all you got to do is this and just put this amount of money in here. And in 60 days, you'll get X, Y, Z back. And almost every single case, it has turned out to be some sort of a scam or a Ponzi scheme. And by the way, Ponzi schemes are scams too. But it almost always turns out to be some sort of a scam. Folks, once again, I'm not saying it's not worth taking risks. I'm saying that know, know what you are risking and make sure that the return that you are getting is commensurate with that risk. And if someone comes to you and they tell you, yeah, they offer you a big, huge reward, find out what the risk is before you put your money in it, period, period. And by the way, you know, the riskier it is, obviously don't, obviously don't put in money that you cannot afford to lose. Um, cause there are a lot of people I know who put money into some of this stuff and, uh, they couldn't afford to lose it. And unfortunately, uh, they're, they're, they're in deep, but deep a doo-doo right now. So anyway, that's just these folks. Anyway, moving right along, uh, oh, over here, there you go. So <clears throat> I don't know if any of you had a chance to, uh, see an interview that, uh, Andrea Mitchell did with Kamala Harris I'm going to see, I just, I really meant to pull this down and I did not have a chance to do it beforehand. But in this, in this interview, she asked a question and the question had to do with, uh, she basically asked, hold on, let me, let me pull it up here. Let me I'll pull up the, here we go. I'll pull up the story. So she was talking with Kamala Harris and she was talking to Ron DeSantis and, uh, Oh, darn. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, you would think that they would report in here. I, I thought I saw it. Anyway, what she wound up asking the vice president was, what was it? What is it that the vice president doesn't know about black history, about black lives, uh, when it, though about, about black culture when it comes to reporting or teaching of history? Now, I have to tell you, it, I mean, it basically it was, and, and, and once again, it goes back to the fact that Ron DeSantis decided, uh, not Ron DeSantis, his Department of Education decided, said, look, no, we are not going to teach this black history class, this, this AP black history class, because it includes things that are political indoctrination, uh, things that are not factually accurate. Uh, it, is, it, it is all part of uh, the, the woke critical race theory 1619 BS uh, that they're trying to pass off as history. He basically said, no, I'm sorry, we're not going to allow you to do that. And he said, we're not going to include that in, in, in our, in our curriculum. Now, mind you, so, oh, but so then they come back and people are like, oh, well, you know, that's racist and he doesn't want to teach black history and this, that, and the other. Well, no, first of all, understand that in Florida since 2000, I mean, since 1994, uh, it has been a part of Florida law. That you are not allowed. I mean, that you. I'm sorry, that you are not. That you have to teach about about. You have to teach Black history. You have to teach about slavery. You have to teach about the Jim Crow era. You have to teach about the Civil Rights Movement. All of this stuff is all stuff that, once again, you have to teach. It's it's part of the law there in Florida, and they already have that as a part of their normal history curriculum. But what they don't have. Right. What they're not including in this is some of this woke stuff, things like queer theory, 
which is in the AP class, right? Things like talking about the prison industrial complex, right? Uh, the promoting this concept that there is this that there is this uh, uh, movement to just simply make money off locking up black people. That is a that is a that is now whether or not you believe that um, it is uh, it is a conspiracy theory uh, that is not that is not rooted in evidence. Uh, it's a conspiracy theory, and that's all it is, and it has absolutely no place. In, a, in, an, in an advanced placement class. And, Cal- and, and, and Florida schools have a right to say, no, we don't want this sort of nonsensical dribble taught in our schools. And so Andrea Mitchell, when she was interviewed, once again, when she was interviewing the vice president, said, well, you know, what is it that Ron DeSantis doesn't know about black culture and black uh, history when he refuses to teach black history? Well, I mean, basically, she just flat out lied. And Andrea Mitchell's supposed to be, you know, she's supposed to be a, a, a you know, one of the, the top in her industry. And here she is repeating either what she knows to be a lie or she is just completely and utterly ignorant. Either way, uh, Ron DeSantis has decided, you know what? Uh, Andrea Mitchell, NBC, MSNBC, none of y'all have, will have any place at anything that I do. In other words, I'm not doing any press conferences. They're not welcome at any of my press events. They're not, I'm not doing any interviews. I'm doing nothing until she apologizes, until she acknowledges and publicly apologizes for, for, for that question. Because it was, it was a flat-out lie. It was a flat-out misrepresentation. And I say, have my, I take my hat off to him. I'm glad he's doing it because somebody needs to put these folks in their place. This person definitely Definitely needs, definitely needed to be put in their place. Um, anyway, I just it 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 is beyond frustrating that uh, that she, that she would get some play like that. That 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 she could say something like that and nobody even questioning. Clearly, the vice president didn't even bother to question her about it at all. It's really kind of sad. All right, so moving right along, we're gonna get over to our. Parting shot today brought to you by Hog Holsters. Visit them at hogholsters.com and get your hog holster using the discount code The Rundown. All caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. Uh, still more stuff going out. Uh, still more, still talking about uh, East Palestine, uh, Ohio, where the chemical spill took place. Here's what's interesting. So when they did the testing, uh, you may not know this, but when they did the testing, they tested for one chemical, they tested for the other. They didn't test to see, is there any dangers based on the chemical reaction of the chemical, all the chemicals that were being mixed together. Now, mind you, people there are complaining about all sorts of rashes. They're complaining about, I mean, their dogs are getting sick. Animals are getting sick. Uh, it's really bad. Uh, and this meme right here just really kind of speaks to, and whoa, by the way, and the government EPA came back and said, oh yeah, no, water's just fine. There's nothing wrong with the water here. So here you have uh, the government, a toast. He says, to, trust, to trusting the government. And then you have a bunch of other individuals. Oh yeah, by the way, the, the, the government's holding up a glass of water. And then the re- everyone else is saying, trust the government. And they're all holding up uh, bottled water. And it says, the toast of East Palestine Ohio. Haha. Very funny. Very funny. (laughs) I love that. I dig that. This next one is honor of our president and chief, uh, Mr. Uh, Joe Biden. It's a picture of Joe Biden. It basically says when you buy a president, but you ordered from wish.com and get a Chinese knockoff. (laughs) 
because we all know he's bought and paid for by the Chinese, right? Right, right. Well, maybe Hunter is. Maybe Hunter is. I don't know if he is, but Hunter is. Okay, yeah, he is. But Hunter is. We know for sure. And then finally, we have this one. We have our good friend uh, Elizabeth Warren, who's asking the question or making the statement, if you need 30 rounds to hunt, you suck at hunting. And then you got Tommy Lee Jones looking past his newspaper saying, if you need a disarmed society to govern, you suck at governing. And that's pretty much what it is. We all know that the, the, the gun control is all about disarming the citizenry, right? Right. We all know this. All right, folks. Well, hey, we're coming up against it. So it's about that time for us to go. And before we do, we're going to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Hitman Industries, make sure to visit them at hitmanindustries.net to get your rifle and pistol barrels today. The California Republican Assembly, be a part of California's future today. Also, Hog Holsters, visit them at hogholsters.com. Use discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. And for all your tactical gear, outdoor gear, cool stuff needs, go to uscombatgear.com. And with that, folks, we are going to go ahead and call it a day, call it a week, call it a weekend. I hope you guys have a good time this weekend. I hope the weather is uh, kind to you. Hope you get a chance to send a few downrange. And if you don't, well, hope you get a chance to get turned up. In any case, we'll talk to you on Monday. You guys have fun.